my creators, what is going on? You're here for another edition of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Now, my creators, you know what it is here on Cuts. We talk to all genres of the culture, all people under the acronyms, you know what I'm saying, today's performers, or anybody under the acronym of Cuts. Now, I have a very, 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 very special woman here. I hit her. I, I'll tell you the background. I'm not going to lie. This is straight off of social media. That's why social media, it's a gift and a curse, but it's always a gift, right? Talk to her. I say, hey, you know, read a, um, somebody um, led me to her page, and this amazing woman was, was able to come on here. Nonetheless, I got Gina Moza in the building, son. Gina, what's good? What's going on? Everybody. Hi, everybody. It's great to be here. Uh, I was looking forward to this to this podcast, so happy. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nonetheless, definitely uh, my creatives. She has a dope track, Incomplete, that just dropped. Just dropped literally about a month ago. Dope track, Fire. We're definitely going to get into that. Also, too, within the episode, we're going to definitely, you're going to definitely hear the full track, you know, but definitely Gina. What is good? How is 2021 for you so far? 2021 has been interesting. Um, you, you know, like for a lot of people, maybe it was it was like downtime, but for me, a lot of things uh, opened up and a lot of things happened. At the end of last year, I got invited to um, I got invited to a um, writing and producing session in Florida and I I flew down there and they you know the people who were organizing everything put me together uh, with this producer who flew straight down from south of France very talented young guy which who's actually right now working on on, on with JLo uh, so <laughs> yeah 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 so um so they put me in the studio with him you know they said to me all right you know we want to see uh, what you're made of so to speak. And uh, so the producer opened up his library and started playing me his tracks and everything. And I picked the track um, for, for the song Incomplete. And then with like eight people in the studio, they said to me, all right, so start writing lyrics. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like right here, right now. They're like, yeah, uh, right here, right now. <laughs> so, my creatives, you hear that? Like on the spot. Listen, like on the spot, you guys. Like this is the biggest test ever. Mm. Um, so, um, my dad passed away a year and a half ago. Oh my God. Um, Rest in peace. Definitely. Thank you. And, uh, so I was like, you know, dad, if you're here, like my guardian angels, if you're here, like send me a download, like, please like help me out. This is so hard. Mm -hmm. I've never done anything like this before. Usually like I would get a track and I would, you know, take it back home and like have a, you know, have an evening or a couple of days to write to it or something. And here I was, and you know, it's like, especially, especially like you're in front of people and stuff. So. But all of a sudden, I got this amazing download. It's like the whole, you know, story for like the song just like came to me. And so I shared my idea with everybody in the room and they liked it. And, you know, and I started writing. So, so this is how Incomplete, you know, was born. And then I came back from Florida and they called me back and they're like, and this was last year. This was late last year. This was November. Um, oh, wow. Like fourth quarter, pretty much. Yeah, this was, this was November 2020. Mm. And then I came back to New York. I live in New York City. And they, they nice. called me back and they're like, all right, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you want management? You want production? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> right. 
how my journey with my new team started. And I have to say, I have an amazing team. Um, so far, I've been an artist and I've been signed. I've been making music uh, for the most part for overseas. I've been signed to Universal Music out of Dubai and Warner out of Europe. I'm Polish-American, so right. even growing up, like I was spending time between Europe and here. I was born in Poland. I came to New York when I was eight years old. Then I left when I was 15, went back there. Then I lived a little bit in Dubai, I lived a little bit in London, and then I came back to the States. So, um, but while being in Dubai, you know, I've managed to kind of arrange a situation for myself and in London that I started making music for these markets. Um, but some, in some way, uh, because I was growing up in the US, mm -hmm. my music culture was more American and, you know, my, my, my liking towards towards what kind of music I would listen to in private and what kind of music I was leaning towards. Uh, so it was always that more American, you know, kind of like R&B, you know, mm -hmm. type of music. And, you know, while basically working for these other markets, I was always trying to do something in this field, but, you know, people who were like managing me and my A&R and, and everything from these record companies, they were, you know, they were always when I would like, um give them records for like approval you know they would always choose something that's more you know leaning towards the, those sort of markets over there rather than you know what what was my favorite thing so um so um but i was uh, you know once once my um last record with Nile rogers um which was released in 2015 i decided to take a little bit of a break that was a song called habibi love that did very well in that was released for the MENA MENA region, which MENA stands for Middle East North Africa. Right. Uh, it was a it was a song released for that region. It did very well over there. Um, you know, but after the after the th that song was released, and then you know, the whole course of you know the, the song release and you know the, the which the, the follow up that you have to do with the appearances and the, the gigs and stuff. After that sort of faded, I decided to take a little bit of a step back and decide what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, seeing people in the industry just, you know, going so fast. So many people were, were like passing away in the last three, four years. It was right. like shocking, you know, and, 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 it, and it made me think like, like, do I really want to continue doing what everybody else thinks that I should be doing? Or, or, or do I really want to just, you know, just um, this time just make my own um, choice and, and, and finally get to the kind of music that, that, that my heart is into. And uh, so when I, when I actually came, you know, for that invitation to Florida and, and when I was put together with that, with that producer from South France, you know, he was playing me all kinds of record records. It was like some pop stuff, some, some like um, uh, mostly pop and then some like reggaeton stuff. And, the, and then they said to me, yeah, but you mentioned something that you would like to do an R&B, an R&B song. And I said to them, yes. You know, can you play me something, some, some, you know, some kind of tracks, you know, that would, that would fit that. And then he played me a couple of tracks. And then the second track that he played, that he started playing, I said, you know, can you play it again? And he played it again. And I chose that record, right? And then I wrote the lyrics to it in the studio on spot. Wow. I wrote the lyrics for Incomplete in an hour. <laughs> in oh one my hour. God. My creative. You hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but we we we're gonna let you continue. But just hold on. Let me just get to the creators for a minute. My creators, do you hear that? Flew to Florida at a studio with other executives and thereof on spot. Had to listen to certain 
different beats from the producer, which not not to mention his name is Super K, right? You listen to his variety of beats on spot, wrote a song in an hour. And this song is dropping on all major streaming platforms right now in 2021. Creative. If that's not of the theme that we've been talking about in season two, pivoting, I don't know what is my career. Regina, definitely continue. Thank you. Um, so, um, so yeah, so, so, you know, then we, the song together, I wrote the song, the lyrics, and then, then I recorded the song in another hour. I just, it was just like magic, magic happening. And so we, we basically, you know, we did the song in like a couple of hours and then the, uh, the producer, you know, he still was mixing a little bit. And then we, we got out of the studio and it's like, you know, my, the, the person who invited me there, who ended up now today being my executive producer, my manager, he's like, we got a hit. That's it. You know, you did oh, it. <laughs> Gina, let me tell you, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I listened to the track and I was so happy because the one thing with music now, right? Yes. <clears throat> I get it, you know, you mix things and, 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 and it's creativity. But not everything always has to be a hip-hop sense. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not going against hip-hop, I'm not, it, but certain things, like, and especially with R&B, like R&B to me, I don't know how you feel, but R&B to me, I feel it's just losing its essence. Like, there are R&B tracks, but then it gets drowned out by the melodic and hip-hop trap slash, you know, um, songs in a sense so definitely from you how do you feel that okay you definitely didn't break that mold you stood to your lane and said hey this is the track I want take, take us into that um so like I said um you know they were they played me all kinds of tracks and then and when I when they saw that I really wasn't leaning towards anything <laughs> they said um I you know we recall that you mentioned that you wanted to do an R&B track and I'm like yeah I do I really do and then so then the producer played me a couple of tracks and then you know I chose the one that uh kind of like spoke to me mm -hmm. and uh that was it and I, and I think honestly like with everything that I've done and I and I'm not neglect I'm not neglect neglecting or bringing down anything because the music some of the stuff that I would do for the Middle East was like hip-hop it was right. like American hip hop with these like tastefully integrated like Arabic influences. Right. Um, there's a song if you guys want to look up. It's by my my um, my former my former name is Gina Heiser, and the song is called Amazing. Okay. And I, I was in a girl band then. Uh, we were called Hypnotic Girls, and I was working. Why I was making music for that region is because I was I teamed up with a girl that was born and raised in Dubai. She was Somalian. Mm -hmm. and, and we were like a two-piece uh, girl band and we we looked really <coughs> together because we were like you know the same height and I was blonde she had black hair and you know and I'm a white girl she was a black girl we we looked like yin and yang really looked good together right and uh she would like rap in Arabic so it was really, like really cool and uh and we got we were signed to EMI that later turned into Universal Music and okay. um, we were we were asked actually to write a song uh, that celebrates um, Qatar as a country. Qatar, Qatar's win of the World Cup in FIFA, which is the, the soccer World Cup. Right. 22. So we were actually um, asked to write a song that celebrates Qatar's win for the bid, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like a hip hop track that we did in Los Angeles. And so, you know, I've done that, but 
um, going back to my current project is uh, I just wanted, I just, not only the R&B is like when I'm at home, that's, that's what I, what I listen to. That's what I lean to. And right. somehow life, my whole life has kind of um, shaped me maybe, or I don't know what kind of word to use, but like kind of directed me maybe towards this field. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just like, it was interesting that when I came back to Poland at the age of 15 and my first uh, vocal coach, you know, like way back in Poland, like who would think that a vocal coach out of out of Poland, my first song to learn was George Benson's Masquerade. And wow. I was and I was like 14 and a half years old, right? <clears throat> right. So this was like my first song that I had to learn. And then the, the other songs, I was introduced to Al Jiro, you know, at that age. And these oh, wow. like really, really amazing vocalists that were like mostly like an R and B, you know, soul and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and and Firstly, you know, this is where my heart was because that's that's the kind of music that I was growing up, you know, as a little girl here in New York. And then late, and then second, second, secondly, you know, over there, and my vocal coach and the first songs that I had to learn and how I was being um, coached and everything. Uh, you know, somehow that that made a place in my heart. So, you know, going back to why this song and why R&B, for some reason, I you know is. First of all, it's a genre that I really love. Second of all, it's like I wish, you know, that that old school R and B would sort of come back. Right. Just like oh, what you said. Ooh. We need more of that. So hopefully, the revolution to getting that music back, because Lord. Right. Uh, I had a dream come true recently, and this was right right before the pandemic hit. Okay. Know, one of my biggest idols my whole life I mean, my whole like I would say professional life you know ever right? since I started singing um I started being on stage with Tony Braxton I recently got a got a got the honor to meet Tony Braxton oh, and wow. hang out with him a little bit so that was really really phenomenal that was so cool oh my god what 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 was that experience yeah take my creators into that like what was that experience like um meeting Tony Braxton like what like how long of an experience was it and then also to like what what were your takes from that experience as far as um what did you take to implement within of your brand and of your craft the experience was uh that you know she's such a phenomenon she's such an amazing you know even the age that she's at she's just so stunning and she's so beautiful and um and just meeting her, she was so sweet. You know, she was just so so normal and just so sweet and so approachable. And uh, I got to meet her because I met her um, her producer, one of our producers. You know, her 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 um, main producers were um, Babyface, and then right. Babyface's songwriting partner is Daryl Simmons. Wow. Right. So I got to meet Daryl Simmons and then Daryl, they were having a, a gig over here in New Jersey and Daryl invited me to the gig. And of course, you know, I was with them backstage and everything. So I hung out with Babyface and with, um, with Tony Braxton. That was so cool. So um, we were supposed to be working on a project together, me and Daryl Simmons. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that didn't come to fruition because then the pandemic hit and, and mm. he was even working on Babyface's album in Los Angeles and that, you know, and then Babyface caught um, COVID and then Daryl had to go back home and so the whole thing sort of got put on a back burner and, you know, then this situation happened to me. I got involved with these people, this label. 
and mm -hmm. that sort of you know that sort of got put on a back burner so we'll see uh if anything still comes together um from that situation but um the people who are behind me right now uh i don't know if i mentioned that but these are the people who are behind the success of the fujis in new york they're from new york originally right uh so they they used to be one camp in new york and these were yeah. the people that were behind the fujis white uh you know hits for white and mary j blige um alicia keys i mean like when i go to the studio and i see all these golds and platinum models I'm like, uh, my creatives dude. <laughs> like wow <laughs> oh my god my career Nonetheless, Gina, I want you to hold on to that. We're definitely going to get into your track, Incomplete. We're going to let our creators definitely hear your track. And then from there, we'll continue with you. And we're going to get you on the game of either or. My creators, you know what's up. PTC, pound that chest. Come on, man. This is Cuts. We're going to be right back. You already know in the go. Today my phone rang And I saw your name There was silence all the light So if you can hear me now I still believe that Loving is everything Can't take this time passing Now the magic that I felt with you Is missing creatives what did i tell you what did i tell you that track is fire gina i'm sorry that track is fire it, it is definitely getting a remo approved it is definitely remo approved that track man thank you you woo, you, you you went there you went there on that track but nonetheless gina it's time for you to play the game either or either or it's pretty much situational. You know, you have to you have to pick one. You can't give the political answer. It has to be one. 
There has to be one you have to pick. All right. All right. Ready? Are we ready? Ready. All right. Now, your career is a lengthy career so far, correct? We want to say minimum 10? 10 years. Right. 10 years, minimum 10 years. Okay. So, which year would you choose of your career? Year three or right now? Right now. Why? Because it's the first time that I'm following my heart when it comes to the, the direction and the music. And it's like, uh, it's the first time I'm, I'm putting out the real me. Okay. All right. Now, you talked about your inspirations and music, right? So, who... If you had to say, if, if they automatically said yes, no, everything's go, everything's green light. Both agencies cleared everything. Both managements, both executives, both labels, everything. Cleared everything. Everything is straight up a go. Even for the place of a tour. Tony Braxton or Jennifer Lopez? Tony Braxton, of course. Whoa, J-Lo got no love? Wow. Nah, no, shout out to J-Lo. J-Lo's always dope, but okay. Okay, but but definitely. Love to love Tony Bax is my idol. This is my long, long life, lifelong idol. Okay, okay, okay. Last one, and then we're going to get into your top three advice, right? Ooh, all right. Now, what would you... What would you rather relive again? The situation with you going down to Florida making incomplete or staying with the group with the hypnotic girls? If you can relive it again. Going down to Florida making incomplete. Okay. All right. Now, is that the, re the reason that you made that choice? Is that because of the greatness of the challenge or was it because just the overall experience period? I think it was, uh, it was, um, it was a point in my life where, uh, you know, sometimes you're, you, you, I was very young when I was in hypnotic girls, you know, I was straight from college and it's, you're kind of lost and you, you think that everybody who is in your path and is giving you direction that that's the, that's the route that you should follow. Well, now I'm grown and, you know, I've got the experience and everything. And it's just, I wish I wouldn't have wasted so much time. So mm. I'm on the path that I actually should have been from right from the beginning. Okay. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. You, you're off the hot seat for either or. Now, last but not least, what would you, what's your top three advice for my creatives? For them to take from you so that if they want to be an R&B single, a great R&B single like yourself, coming into the field of R&B? Number one, follow your heart. So don't don't let, you know, people come because you're going to find people uh, all along the way, all along the steps of your career. You know, everybody's going to know what's best for you. Follow your heart, follow your intuition and let that be your guide. Um, that's my number one uh, advice. Number two would be um, um, don't procrastinate. You know, do do what you got to do and do it well. Do it to the best of your ability. Uh, don't 
don't be lazy and don't do something halfway or don't like do something up to like a level of perfection. Make sure that whatever you do, that you do it the, to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, what would I say would number three be? Um, be careful who you associate your friend yourself with. Okay. Just be you associate yourself with make sure that the friends who are around you are people who are building you up not people who are tearing you down okay all right nonetheless gina oh my god i wish we definitely had more time to definitely 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 continue this you are a great 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 individual great woman oh man much blessings to you and definitely incomplete it's definitely dope track but nonetheless we should know where to follow you. But let all my creatives, I'm reaching out to all my creatives, hands and all that. Ah, reach out to my creatives, let them know where to follow you at. Um, so I have a website that's uh, www.ginamuza.com. You can also find me on all social media, Gina Musa. You can just Google my name, Gina Musa, and you know everything's going to pop up. Uh, I'm getting ready for my video shoot right now uh, to the song Incomplete that just dropped on April 23rd. So we should expect the video to drop somewhere uh, at the end of June, I think. Okay, all right. My creative, you hear that? Just coming with the fire in the second quarter, 2021. Ah, and on that note, my creatives, it's another edition of Cuts Podcast. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, urban, technology, or sports. You know how we end out here. Hi, PTC, hashtag, pound that chest. Come on, man. And we out of here. Thank you, Matt. Yes, yes. We off this. Ha.